the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business or enterprise and execute it to perfection. Speaking of perfection, yeah, we got Mr. Perfect here today, and we do have a big winning combination. Uh, indeed, Rich Jekyll of Score. Uh, you are talking about me, aren't you, Christopher yes, Hart of Hearts? The award-winning, the yes, only sir. award-winning Rich Jekyll. Only. And also, Lucy Polito is with us again today. Good to see you again, Lucy. Good to see you, Chris, and I'm trying to win an award myself. Uh, well, you got the award You're running for traveling. way behind, way behind. I know that, I know, but I'm trying hard. Yeah. You just got off the road again. You've been doing some more traveling? Yes, I have. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And once again, this show is all about helping you get to know SCORE and helping to figure out how SCORE can help you and take yeah. advantage of that, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Why don't we have Lucy, Lucy. give the, the elevator speech this week about yeah, SCORE? Yeah, how about that, Lucy? <laughs> I, I won the award when that that fast. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Score is a great organization, nonprofit organization nationwide, right? It sure is, all over the country. And they have offices in all fifty states. Uh, Three hundred ninety offices and about fifteen thousand volunteers. And uh, that currently includes, of course, here in Central Florida, where they have over five dozen or so. Five dozen. You love to say that. Why don't you just say 60? It's so much simpler. Now you're making people have to cipher. (laughs) And, of course, they're all there to help you or someone you know, perhaps in another city, uh, to, shall we say, not... Avoid the hurdles, but because there are going to always be hurdles in business, but to help you more effectively deal with them. Deal with them, especially, yeah, since we've dealt with them in the past and we want to uh, extend that information to our clients. And that experience, which obviously is something that we've all gone through. And boy, and we have a lot of years of experience. Yes. And from all walks of life, right? Yes, correct. All types of businesses, and that's the one advantage that we have is that we have the 60 volunteers. We all come from different areas, and that's a wonderful advantage when you think about it. And important, as Rich says, you get all this free. I mean, how else? The big F word. Yeah, Yeah, the big F word. Where else are you going to get that? And these mentors at SCORE, of course, would be, you know, catered to your needs, and they can change over time. Yeah, exactly right. If you have marketing as a need uh, for one year and then um, expansion as a need for another year, you may get two different counselors. That's right. Depending on what, whose specialty it is. Exactly. And, of and course, once again, remember, it is free for the asking. And that is all you have to do. I'm sorry, you were going to say. No, I was going to say that we do have uh, these uh, seminars that we provide to people. So if you're just having a thought of a starting business, uh, the first seminar that we have is free, and it just kind of acquaints you with 
how to start a business, what it takes to start a business. Uh, so it just kind of opens the door and, and continues with that thought that you might have about starting a business. Yeah. And, you know, this fact isn't mentioned very often, but a lot of times it will determine whether a person wants to start a business or whether they should start a business. Right. And so a lot of them back out after the first one or yeah. two seminars. When you hear where it all is involved, I mean, a lot of people just say, well, I would love to have X type of a business because I can be rich. But when you <laughs> all uh, decide to do that and then you know what it takes to do that, right. the work. you say, maybe not. Yeah. Or maybe not quite ready yet. Yeah. Go back. Right. Reassess. Come back again later. And do your homework. Exactly. Yes. And, of course, the nice, nice thing about SCORE is you can take it in any dose you want. A little bit at a time. A lot for now. A little bit later. Or now nothing. Later a lot. Right. So it's uh, there for the asking. That's the whole idea. And, and the important thing is there is somebody there who's going to guide you. Take you by the hand, if you will. Oh, step yeah, by step. A human, uh, that's not right. artificial that's right. intelligence. That's well, right. <laughs> in some cases, it isn't. Yeah, literally speaking, uh, as Rich said, if you go to the SCORE office in the National Entrepreneur Center on the west end of the uh, Fashion Square Mall, you will find a human being in the normal business hours, yeah. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, and then also on Saturday, 9 to 2. And if you call them on the phone, same thing, 407-420-4844. And, of course, if you can visit them on the website, you can do that at any time at your convenience. And that's where you can see the schedule of events. You can sign up for the alerts and emails that SCORE sends out regularly. And newsletter. Newsletters, that's right. And that's all at Orlando.score.org. That's also where you'll see the so-called green sheet, which is the list of seminars and offerings that SCORE has. You got that vernacular down pretty good, you know, after three is? years. Is that yeah, what that word that's means? vernacular. All right. So that's Orlando.score.org. And, of course, SCORE works with a lot of other great organizations. And recently, SCORE was, I don't know, attending, helping out, participating in a All great of the event, above. A great event that went on over at the Orlando Science Center. And it was put on by the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And we're pleasured to have today as our guest, Betsy Gardner Eckbert, the president and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber. Good to have you back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So how did it turn out a couple of weeks ago? Oh, it was great. We had uh, about 200 different exhibitors. And we had what we love is when we have regional impact beyond Winter Park. So it was great to have this event at the Orlando Science Center showcase all the businesses that do a lot of business in Winter Park, but also cross-pollinate with people kind of in the Orlando and regional area, um, hopefully for the business gain of our members as well. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, well, I understand that, that, that it was especially a big success around your booth there, Rich. Oh, yeah, it was around my booth because I wasn't there. <laughs> that's, right, that's what I mean. <laughs> I was flying in, and my flight got delayed. Uh, but, Lucy, you were there. I was there, yes. And we did have a number of people who approached us and wanted to know what SCORE was all about. And, you know, when they, it's amazing. SCORE is such a great organization that so many few people don't hear about it, don't know what it's all about. So... So that many few great... people? Well, hey, hey, what can I tell you? I just came back from overseas, so, you know, I'm a little confused with the language here. We came in a different in a foreign language. country. That's right. Uh, but uh, this was, what, I think in the second or third year you did this? It was the third year that we've done the business showcase, yes. And is it growing? 
Yes, it is. It's, it's um, what we may do is combine it with something else next year and have it be more of a celebration of business with another event that we did. Cause we, we like that group that we get from the Orlando side, but we may look at having it actually in winter park this year. So we'll see what happens. Well, that was going to be my next question. How did the winter park chamber end up at the Orlando science center? Well, again, it goes back to that piece around regional impact. We, we don't think that there's a wall around our city in terms of the businesses that are located there. So we want people beyond the borders of winter park to know about what we do. Score is active in the greater Orlando area. And so we're thrilled that somebody like that, can come to our event and reach clients or potential clients from all over the region instead of just Winter Park. And of course, SCORE does this, this with other organizations as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're always out. It's called our outreach program. And we're always like, I just did one uh, for Paramore. The Paramore neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a Paramore Business Expo. And uh, that probably had about 300-plus people at it going through. Excellent, excellent. The, uh, the, the business, uh, it, was, it was called Winter Park Chamber of Commerce Business, business Showcase. Showcase. Yes. Showcase. What kind of businesses were showcased? Oh, it ranged from banks to food delivery companies to massage therapists to hospitals Brewery. to yeah breweries i mean it was you name it so we have 815 members in our member directory so they're going to be all over the place in terms of services and products that they provide so we love that it gave everybody a flavor of how broad and deep the offering is in winter park how many people do you think showed up uh, we had close to i think 300 again this year yeah, yeah. 300 mm-hmm. you know it's interesting to attend that function because you can always find some wine and there's always uh, no some, kidding. Yeah, and there are vendors. I who, was so sad. Well, yeah, I, I know that one. They in particular missed you. I'm sure they did. <laughs> but there's also food. I mean, so it's not just yeah, getting to catering know. by Arthur. Yeah, and there then is wine catering. And beer was included in. Yeah, the so evening. not yeah. only do you get to see all the vendors and all the people that are around the Winter Park area, but I mean, you get to you know enjoy some of the food and, and taste some of the. Uh, Exhibitors. Exhibitors. Uh-huh. Exhibitors. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So I'm sure you'll be doing it again next year. Yes. All right. Uh, once again, our guest today is Betsy Gardner Eckbert, president and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And this event that you had, this is just one of your outreach events, isn't it? We have 110 events every single year. Oh, so wow. we, oh my yeah. I didn't it, know that. So a couple literally of like, oh, minimum. Yeah. So sometimes a couple of day. So it depends on what's going on in the day. But yeah, we, we crank out a pretty full roster of activity during the year. So we have what we call our signature events, which are going to be much bigger productions, um, kind of like our Autumn Art Festival coming up a week from, from Saturday. And then we'll have Taste of Winter Park in April, which is another signature event. And then we'll have small repeating events uh, like Good Morning Winter Park, which is actually Friday morning uh, tomorrow, where we'll hear from the president of Winter Park Hospital, Jennifer Wandersleben. So it just depends on what the day is. We have an offering, hopefully, for everybody. That's our goal. Okay. pretty cool. And uh, the website is winterpark.org. And that's where I presume you can see a list of these events. Not only can you see a list of those events, but you can register for them right on the website at winterpark.org. Okay. And this is, uh, this is an old uh, chamber. When we come back from the break, I want to get back into a little bit of the history of it because uh, it's, this, this chamber is kind of tied in with the history of Winter Park, if I remember correctly, isn't mm-hmm. it? And we've been reimagining it over the past two years, so it's really fun to combine the old with the new. Okay, well, you now. can tell us about that as well.
and that the, the uh, chamber is not located at the National Entrepreneur Center, but there are several chambers which are located over yeah, there. Yeah, African American Chamber, Hispanic, Hispanic Chamber. Yep. Yeah, they're and, located. Right. So, uh, once again, these organizations are there to help you as a business person succeed. SCORE, they're primarily to help you get started and or if you have problems along the way. And organizations like the Chamber of Commerce here, the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce, to help you network and yeah. build and make connections that can really help you grow your organization. Yeah, we have a member that attends the Winter Park Chamber. Good. David Good. Highland. You know David. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about how maybe you can join the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce as well. We're going to have to take a break here, though, in just a moment. But once again, if you would like to get the emails from SCORE, regular alerts for things going yeah, on, like the, the newsletter. Yeah, you can get that as well by going to orlando.score.org and sign up right there. And don't forget, while you're at it, to check out the Facebook page, right? Correct. And like us. Don't forget to like us. And that's right. All of that uh, is at the SCORE Orlando on Facebook. SCORE and we Orlando got, on Facebook. We got the Veterans Business Initiative going on right now. Yeah, we'll tell you more about that when we come back as well. Right. Because you can still take advantage of that. Correct. Even though it has already started. All right. All right. So once again, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation with Betsy Gardner-Eckbert and talk more about the Winter Park Chamber, how it came to be, and all the changes that are going on over there. All right. So please stick around, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll are up score are with me, Christopher Hart, here today. Our guest, Betsy Gardner-Eckbert, the president and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And Betsy, you were on the show, I don't know, but it was about a year, year and a half or so ago, I guess. Yeah. Not more than a year and a half ago, because I just started in my role okay. about a year and a half ago. Yeah, you had so. just, right. just well, you, didn't, you guys didn't want me back then, so oh, now yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, who were you with? Who were you with? Oh. Yeah, she was with somebody. Well, oh. I owned my own company. Right. I was I started a company called Long Wave Apparel, and I was back doing okay. that before I started the chamber. Okay. Well, let's kind of get back into a little bit of the history because if I remember correctly, you're from around here. You're, mm-hmm. you're a Winter Park girl. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born in Winter Park, but I was raised in Winter Park from the time I was 11. And I went to Winter Park High School, and um, and then I went away to was University. Was Wib Robertson, R- R- Wib Robert, Robertson the principal then? Was that his No, name? it was uh, Eric Smith was the principal when I was okay, there. Okay, he so. came after Wib. Okay, well. Did um, you go there when Wib was there? Did you? Yeah. Oh my God, that was back in the 20s. Ancient days. That was before he was vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the pre-vegan That's time. Right. Yeah. He made the, the principal made him turn vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you grew up in Winter Park? I grew up in Winter Park. I went to University of Florida, and then I lived in Miami for a while, Charlotte for a while, and then moved back here because I really felt that Winter Park was such a special place. When I had kids, I wanted them to be raised in Winter Park. And so um, lived in Winter Park for a long time, lived in London for five years, and then came back to Winter Park in 2014. So it's really great to be home, and it's great to be kind of 
one of the chief branding officers of the city. I really like being able to represent such a special place everywhere I go. And I love being able to contribute to the quality of life and what is my hometown. So it's, it's a special, special thing for me to get to do. You were telling Rich you had your own business. Yes. And what was that? So it was a swimwear company designed for tweens who are kids between being little toddlers and, you know, teenagers. So we uh, really catered to size 8 to 16, and we designed very high-end, high-quality swimwear for them that enabled them and encouraged them to build little wardrobes so that they would wear sun-protective garments more often. And we designed a collection that would have long sleeve shirts they could swim in, long leggings they could swim in. Um, and then sort of typical bathing suits um, and board shorts for boys, long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts. So it was a whole collection. The unintended consequence of doing this is that we got our first collection, very fortunately, placed in Harrods, the iconic department store oh, yeah. in London. Oh, my God. And Harrods has a huge Arab clientele. Right. And they found our collection and started wearing it not for sun protection, but for modesty reasons. <laughs> sure. And so okay. our brand very quickly exploded, um, and we were actually in 14 countries within two years, including Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Turkey, Oman. And then we had kind of seeded the Caribbean. We did very well in Mexico and all through the Caribbean. And then we had some um, outlets within the United States as well. And then Hawaii. And then we were in China and Indonesia as well. So wherever there was a kind of desire to have people, people cover up for different reasons, you know, and it was really interesting because we knew we could never sell um, our goods in Spain or Italy, because in Spain and Italy, it's a it's a piece of cachet to be tan. It shows that you've got the money to travel and take holidays and get sun. Um, and then in South Korea, nobody wants to be tan because it makes it look like you might have been working in a field. So you show your social status by having paler skin rather than darker skin. And so it was a weird thing to learn as a result of this work. But we chased where the business was going to be based on where we could even, you know, overcome cultural barriers, whether we could or not, we wouldn't go into that country if we couldn't. So why did you that. go into that particular business? Was it because you had children and you were concerned about their Yeah, to some safety? degree. I formed the company with two other moms. We lived in London and we mm-hmm. all walked our kids together to the same school every morning, got to know each other. And this is really and I'd love to talk a little bit about what happens after this. Um, you know, my experience was I took a 13 year career break to be a full time mom. And I'm what were really you doing as a, the career. Well, uh, I was in biotech marketing and sales. Okay. So, well, yeah. So I was, um, I work for a global biotech company. And that has nothing to do with apparel, but go ahead. I was just well, it has out. everything to do with selling stuff. And okay. that's really what I was trained to do in early part of my career. And okay. so that's hopefully what I'm always able to do um, because it's a really transferable, important skill in business, as you all know. So, um, anyway, I met these two unique women um, that are not really that unique, but um, they they each had their own skill set, not unique in that they were outstanding professional women that were sidelined raising children, but unique in that they both did something very specialized. One of them was, um, before she stayed home with kids, was a senior designer for Victoria's Secret. So she was on their global design team. Mm-hmm. I'd like to meet and her. I know you would. Um, <laughs> we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Right, we will make sure that doesn't <laughs> we'll happen. Do her a favor. <laughs> but what that meant was that she knew how to design body-hugging garments and work with really difficult fabric, which is that jersey knit fabric that's so hard to work with in swimwear. So okay. she was highly specialized in so terms of she, doing that. She knew the technical end. Correct. So, yeah. and, then, uh, and she knew how to design 
design a commercially successful collection, which is what Victoria's Secret I'd expected really her like to, to do all the her. time. Sure. And then um, my other partner had been a global um, with uh, audit with uh, Deloitte. So she was really good on the operations and book side. And then I had this sales and marketing background. So we were kind of like a perfect storm to bring the three of us together. Um, now, what was not unique about that was that they were highly specialized, highly skilled, highly talented women that weren't receiving paychecks at that time. And one of the things that we've sort of capitalized on at the chamber was when we started polling our members last year and asking them, you all can probably answer this question faster than anyone. We asked them, what's the biggest pain point in running your business? They always said hiring and retaining talent. That's always. Right. Every single That's time. Right. But, and, but that is true. And that business, way for years. Yes. Yes. And so years. that was amazing. And so when we think about how do we create relevant programming and relevant opportunities for our members, we thought we've got to create some something around talent. And I knew from my own experience how talented the women were that were staying home. And last year, actually, we launched a program to help transition women back to work who are professional women. Um, and we had a pilot program last year. We graduated our class and within three months of graduation had 60% of them placed in roles. And these women were not people that were just shuffling papers. They are, one of them was a captain in the United States Army. <laughs> one of them was trilingual, is trilingual. We had a Notre Dame law graduate, a chemical engineer, and the list goes on and on. So <laughs> highly capable women. Um, and we know through scholarship and consulting firms and HR practices that have looked at this that Anyone who takes a gap in their career of any length of time, whether they're men or women, will experience a confidence gap. So it's really about helping them have the confidence to approach the workforce again. And we help them with their presentation, their branding, their, you know, LinkedIn, their CV, all of those things and help them prepare to go back. Well, we're certainly talking to a highly capable woman today in Betsy Gardner Eckbert, and she is the president and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And I want to take you back to you said you wanted to finish sort of finish the story. So you 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 struck this gold mine. Mm-hmm. All right. You went in looking for some powder and you started hitting nuggets. Mm-hmm. So what happened next? Well, what happened next was a lot of media attention. So we um, we graduated our class at what we call the. Um, no, I'm talking about your clothes venture. Oh, OK. Well, that too. Uh, so we ended up um, moving into Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Um, we and I ended up actually traveling so much globally to build the brand that I sold my shares because I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be able to be home at night with my kids. So I was actually operating my piece of the business from Winter Park because I wanted my kids repatriated and moving through the American school system for the completion of their education. And when I moved back, um, I ran the company from Wonder Park to London um, with my two partners, and I didn't sleep very well because we had to do conference calls at four o'clock yeah, in the morning, yeah, and time, then I had to do Asian conference calls at nine o'clock at night, and so it was just kind of. And that's one of the things that you get excited about moving into new countries, but you always have new burdens that come with it, like new tax code, new tariffs, new okay. time schedule, all new that. Laws. So yeah, new, new laws. laws. Yeah. So at some point, then Winter Park was calling. You came back to Winter Park, and then that slowly began the process of you dissolving, devolving yourself from that Correct. business. Right. And then I had the privilege of leading the chamber at a time when the board had just commissioned a strategic plan and wanted the organization to move in a new direction. 
which really required a set of entrepreneurial skills that I get to use every single day in that role because it's a resource resource strained environment where we're meant to be delivering innovative solutions that are brand new and altogether novel. So that's pretty much the heart of entrepreneurialism right there. So Okay, now you were going to go in a different direction when I was asking you about how did it turn out? You, you were talking about the event you you just did at the chamber. Yeah, in terms of this, I guess for me, the story starts with I got to be a return to work person by starting this company. And then I get to now help other people return to work as a solution for our members, which is a really rewarding thing. We had, um, like I said, a ton of media attention around this this summer, which was great because we were able to reach people outside of our usual ecosystem um, to bring into the program. So our relaunch program is now three times the size that it was last year. We were able to reach a lot of people and we're looking forward to providing a, a whole new crop of talent into Central Florida businesses now. So it's really rewarding work. Do these people have to pay for this service? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. It's a nine-month so you're like program. A placement service. No, nope, we're not a placement service at all. Actually, um, because of the okay, nature, you're not like a placement service. No, because of the nature of of where we sit, we're aware of a lot of opportunities. So we let the graduates know about opportunities, but we're very clear on day one what relaunch is and what it's not. And we make it clear that we're not a placement service. It's more of a teach someone to fish rather than fish for them kind of exercise. And so much of what's required to close that confidence gap for people who've been out of work is giving them the confidence to know that their resume is as good as it can be, that their LinkedIn profile is as good as it can be, Uh, that their clothes are appropriately um, sourced and planned, that their um, elevator pitch is sharp and focused and that it resonates and it's and it works. So those are the elements that we work on them with in the program. Do you, who, who teaches that? I do. You're the one that does mm-hmm. that? You mm-hmm. think you could teach Lucy anything? I don't think I could teach Lucy anything. <laughs> she she seems like a pretty sharp lady. I'm actually somewhat intimidated by her business pedigree. Okay, so. so I'm not going to ask about me. Uh, that's right. <laughs> and I was at an event recently for a local organization, nonprofit organization called Christian Help. Mm-hmm. and they, They're members with us. They help the people who are like executives who have been laid off, like, mm-hmm. you know, been working the same company 20, 25, 30 years. And yeah. believe it or not, they don't know that the resume has to be updated, that, you know, you can't go out with a 25, 30 year old resume and expect to get the same, you know, results that. Well, and you, you can't go out with just then. a resume. You have to have a yeah, robust a, LinkedIn profile now, exactly. too. Yeah, it's a whole different uh, experience Social than media. it was. And if you haven't been right. looking for a job for a long time, uh, you need to update your skills. Mm-hmm. And uh, because you, you'll soon think that, it, you know, the whole world is stacked against you. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're maybe not in the same league, so I to speak. I think the difficult part for someone who has not been working for a few years is coming back into the marketing and finding it so totally different from when you left and that, off. That's another thing, too, when somebody hasn't I mean, been working at all. But I tell you what, we got to work into a break right here. We're going to come back on the other side and talk once again with Betsy Gardner-Eckbert about the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. I hope you'll be with us. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and help you find combinations even outside of score. Speaking of score, we have Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito of Score in the studio today, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest is Betsy Gardner-Eckbert. She's the president and CEO 
of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. I want to go back a little bit and get into a little bit of the Winter Park history of the chamber, because if I'm not mistaken, when you were here before, you told us it went back like 100 years or something like that. It does. So the chamber, the progenitor to the chamber was the Winter Park progenitor. Like the thing that dictionary. came before it. Sorry. The, the, the predecessor. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That uh, which came first. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, it's kind of like the principal that came before Christopher's, my principal, oh, the progenitor to my vegan. principal. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Right. So uh, in 1887, the Winter Park Improvement Association was founded for, with specific goals to enhance the city. And later that group became the Board of Trade. And then our Articles of Incorporation date back to 1923. So really there's an 1887 kind of roots and then a 1923 roots. What's interesting is that we are actually undergoing the revision of our articles of incorporation and they are like typewritten on these really old, you know, kind of onion skin papers. The first revision? No, no, no. But this is, uh, well, the first revision of the articles of incorporation, yes, it is. So nearly it's 100 years later, almost 100 years later that we're doing that. So we're trying to tighten that up and make sure that it reflects our modern practices, which hasn't been done. So, um, So, yeah, the organization's been around a long time. And, you know, as I think in Winter Park, because of the type of community that it is, that it's always been charged with both promoting business and making sure that we don't promote it too much because it's a town that's got to be really respectful of the scale and the history and all those things. I was just with a group of other chamber professionals at a at a meeting and I said, oh, yeah, you know, we supported the removal of uh, LED signs from the sign ordinance in the city of Winter Park. And these chamber professionals said to me, why would you do that? We're, we've been working to get them in our ordinance in our town. And I said, oh, that's not going to work in Winter Park, you know. So um, it's a different community. And, and I think our job has always been to enhance the quality of life while making sure the businesses thrive. So I think that's a, a delicate line that we've got to walk. And you want to sort of keep that element of the Christmas card community. Correct. You, you know, that it has that picturesque and it keeps the, that ambiance, the flavor, however you want to Correct. say it, of the, uh, the community there. Now, you mentioned a while ago that there's a, an event coming up called the Automart Festival. Yeah, it's you the 45th it. anniversary of the Automart Festival. And the Automart Festival is different from the Spring Art Festival in that it takes place in the autumn, obviously, but we only curate uh, from a group of Florida based artists. So the Spring Festival in Winter Park curates our artists from all over the country and our show is strictly Florida artists. It's a juried show and we have 185 artists from a pool of about 400 applications so it's competitive to get in and we're able to curate a really interesting group of people who come and exhibit. Where's the exhibit held? Park Avenue, right in Central Park. So we're really excited to have it in the main district in Winter Park. When is it going to be this year? So it's the 13th and 14th, Saturday and Sunday from 9 to 5 on both days. That would be October. Mm-hmm, of October, right. yep. And we have a kickoff party on October the 11th at Mead Gardens. And we'll have a beer tent. We have a VIP tent. We have jazz music playing Did you all say weekend. Beer tent? I said beer tent. Oh, so we're very yeah. excited about that. Yeah, busy man that's that day. Oh, we know wow. we will find Rich. And that. Rich, <laughs> that's for, for sure. my football fans, I put a TV in the beer tent this year. Oh, so you my can have goodness. a little bit of check in on the scores. 
get back out, see the art, come back in, have another beer, enjoy your afternoon. Can you put like a this reclining chair in I there? don't think we have that authorized right. yet, but okay. maybe that's a good but, good goal to reach for. Are they going to close off Park Avenue yes, for this? Yes, Park Avenue will be closed. It'll be... Uh, 185 artist booths and then the kind of the focal point is the the band stand at the end of park avenue on kind of the north end and that's where we'll have the vip tent and we'll have the bear tent and like i said tvs to check on your game uh, score that's sweet. So, and sweet. what will be the times of it you said saturday nine to five both days nine mm-hmm. to five both days mm-hmm. and obviously it'd be a great event the fall event bring the kids yeah well there's art, art activities for kids sponsored by crayolde school of art so they'll have an art project that kids can do and we're really excited about our presenting sponsor this year um their name is axiom fine art consulting and they actually do consulting to people who are Builders, um, architects, they'll go in and say, here's how to complete this space with art. So they're Winter Park-based business, but they actually have a global reach now, which is very exciting. So we're working with them, and um, they're our presenting sponsor, and there'll be opportunities for people to know more about what they do um, from the park and also going to their gallery, which is adjacent to Park Avenue. So we're excited about that. Good. Our guest today, once again, is Betsy Gardner-Eckbert. President and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. Can anybody join the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce? Absolutely. Winterpark.org is all you need to know. You can apply to become a member on our website, um, or you can contact us at 407-644-8281 and have someone speak with you today about joining the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. 407-644-8281. And, of course, this show airs at different times, so normal business hours. Normal business hours, but we're open on Saturday from 9 to 2, right next oh. to the Farmer's Market. So if you're at the oh, Farmer's right. Market, yeah, that's right. do stop in at the chamber and say I hello. See. Yeah, then They got one up on you guys over at SCORE, because you don't have a Farmer's Market over there. <laughs> no, we don't no. have hardly. <laughs> we don't even have a beer tent. <laughs> you don't. And Rich is uh, hardly, uh, hardly working at this home. Uh, <laughs> and you said that you do... At least two events a week of all sorts. We say 110 events a year. So uh, we have events that range from what we call community events. So that would be like Taste of Winter Park or the Autumn Art Festival. We have a whole track where we'll do um, political advocacy events. So we just had, I'm really excited about this because we just had a House 47 debate with our election season upon us. So we had um, a debate at the chamber. We had over 100 people there to view to see it live. And then we had 5,000 and people join us on Facebook to look at that, um, to read, wow. to watch that debate as well. So we you want- have a facility where you can do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the actual chamber building is on West Lyman Avenue, right next to the farmer's market, just across from the train tracks. Right. So we're right between the farmer's market and Park Avenue. We have a community room that seats 100 people. And then we actually had an overflow room for the debate, which was very exciting. Then we had people watching it live on Facebook and then parked on our Facebook page afterwards. So um, we're excited to be able to reach that many people so that they can make informed decisions on the election. And that would have been for a a Florida House seat. Correct. The candidates are on Eskimani and Stockton Reeves. They're running for House 47. And that includes parts of downtown Orlando and Winter Park Mm -hmm. there. Correct. So a lot of interest. Then. Yeah, it was and great. We were so excited to reach so many people. these races, you don't know if people really, you know, know what's going on. Well, or, or... we want people to make, like I said, an informed decision. So mm-hmm. spending more time with the candidate there. And then the other thing we're releasing tomorrow is our three questions videos where we interview each candidate on the same three questions. And then our 
um, members and members of the public can log on to our website or Facebook page and learn more about the candidate through the responses on that. So political advocacy is a big piece of our programming. We do um, general well, we have a uh, Good Morning Winter Park, which we call our interactive morning magazine. So that's once a month on um, the second Friday of the month. And so that's that topic kind of varies and rotates. And then we've got Is that um, like a YouTube type thing. No, it's live. I mean, it's at the chamber building. And then we we also Facebook, Facebook live that okay, as well. Facebook. So, yeah. And, and what, then what, real quick, what is the Facebook page? It's uh, at Winter Park Chamber. You could just put in at, you know, you could just put Winter Park Chamber Winter in Park Facebook chamber. and you'll find okay. us. So yeah. Winter Park Chamber on Facebook mm-hmm. and winterpark.org for the website. Correct. Okay. And anybody can join. Anybody can join and we'd love to have you. Yep. Okay. So it's just that he's once again, the phone number 407-644-8281, 407-644-8281. How do you see the business climate changing over these last few years in Winter Park? Well, as the overall economy seems to be picking up. I'll tell you what's great is that I just sat down this afternoon with a brand new corporate relocation to Winter Park. So it's a um, it's actually a multinational company that's been headquartered in Carbondale, Colorado, and they've just decided to relocate not just to Orlando, but to Winter Park. And we're really excited about that because we think that we can capitalize on the convenience of all the air traffic opportunities we've got here. So executives who need to move in and out of of the community to, to get to places for business meetings can do that with ease. But we've got this small, wonderful village feel in Winter Park. So we've got all the convenience of a big city um, with the Orlando region. But in Winter Park, we've got this very boutique kind of lifestyle that right. we can convey. And that's really attractive for people who are trying to recruit top talent to a new venture or to a an expanding or relocating business. So we're excited to be able to be a contributor to that overall attractiveness of the corporate headquarters. Rich, how important it is, is it for uh, a business, especially one that's beginning to, to grow, to be a member of an organization like this? Oh, it's, well, number one, the networking opportunities are huge. And uh, that's what a new business in the area needs. They need a lot of networking to attract individuals and um, and to just get known out there. Get their face seen. And that's what you try to help businesses who are members do, correct? Absolutely. Well, we have lots of opportunities where people can come together. Our mission, actually, we revised our mission statement last year. It's to convene people and ideas for the benefit of our businesses and our community. So we change that because we want people to experience convention in an actual way or a virtual way if they'd like to. So, again, coming in and watching a debate on Facebook, but we also do prescriptive clinics on how to work um, and optimize your search engine optimization for Google, how you can get your directory listing with us to help your Google search results, things like that. So we do work with, with our members on highly prescriptive business solutions as well. And how many members do you have now? We have 815. Wow. Yeah. All right. And Lucy, you worked with a major corporation, American Express. Did they uh, team with local chambers like this? No. At least not during the time that I was there. I see. I see. Um, Do you find that to be the situation still, that major corporations are not the I think it depends on the corporation, right? Like, we're so pleased to have the partnership of giant presences in the region like Orlando Health and Florida Hospital, soon to be Advent Health. Um, So, you know, UCF, Rollins, those are all people that are, are members with us. Their footprint is so much larger than... 
Winter Park or even larger than uh, Orlando. So, UCF isn't even in Winter Park. Uh, no, but they have a, a vested interest in being known in Winter Park. And uh, so we have members like that very often. Okay. And they, they do have kind of a partnership with Valencia College, mm-hmm. which is part of Winter And Park. partnership with Rollins as Rollins. well, which is in, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think it's pretty typical, but you'd be surprised at, um, you know, people come to chambers to achieve various things. And usually giant multinational corporations um might be members of the U.S. Chamber yes. at the federal level, and, and where they can get say, federal lobbying, but I they may not be say, members of local chambers. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. we did belong to the U.S. Chamber. The other thing is the Florida Chamber has many a, big corporate partnerships. Which, in a way, though, you've, that way you can more, fo- more focus on the local talent. Right. We yeah. feel like hyper-locality is what we deliver and, okay. and how we can create value. All right. We're going to have to take a break. We come back on the other side. Once again, we'll be talking more with Betsy Gardner Eckbert. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, thanks for tuning in today. And if you're tuning in, of course, that means you're listening to the radio. And guess what? You and just about everybody else is listening to the radio, at least sometime during today or this week. 95% of all Americans will listen to their radio. 95%. That's right. Holy cow, that's huge. That's right. And uh, the big part of them will be listening to this type radio format, which is known as News Talk or Talk Radio. And it is the largest uh, listening format. Well, it kind of runs neck and neck with country and western. Country and western. I can't believe that. I got to look up that statistic. Indeed, indeed it does. It's all American radio. And uh, that's why radio is such a great option for you to get your message out. You know, Betsy Eckbert is here today to represent the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce because this is a great way to get more people to know about the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And that's the whole idea of radio is that you get your message out, your particular message out to the particular audience that you would like to hear it. With many different formats and many different stations, you have many different options to reach that audience you want to reach. And with four great radio stations right here in Orlando, Salem Media Group Orlando, can most likely reach the audience that you would like to reach. The man to talk to to find out how to do that is Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Orlando. His number is 407-618-1760. Bill, love to meet you, explain to you how radio can work for you, and you can even use your own voice if you choose to do so. Or, of course, one of the great professionals here at the station. They have many options here, and Bill is the man to talk to to find out about each and every one. And they also have now are uh, available to help you with your electronic and social media options as well and tie that into your radio advertising. And Bill will tell you how to do that. 407-618-1760. And when you call Bill, tell him Rich... Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart <laughs> said to say hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, once again, uh, Betsy Gardner Eckbert, our guest today, uh, president and CEO of the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. And you were just saying uh, during the break, actually, that it actually is very reasonable, very inexpensive to join the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, it's a, around, depending on the size of your business, plus or minus, but around a target rate of $350 a year to join. And 
we're excited because we confer that value upon the receipt of your membership applications by listing you in our directory. It used to be that the yellow pages were the way to go or being in our hard copy directory. We don't even print a hard copy directory anymore. Our directory, of course, is all online. But the value that that confers upon our members is that it's verifiable content for Google. So usually someone's business will appear on our directory listing on their Google search before their own because Google really likes content from places like Chambers and directory listings like that. So we're so excited to help people position their businesses um, really number one in a Google search at the very minimum number two. The other thing we work with our members on is keywords so that, that we help people think like a Google searcher when they're thinking about looking for that company. And then the combination of being in our directory with those keywords and using words like Winter Park, Central Florida, Orlando, Maitland, those things help land the plane, basically. That mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a typical chamber that you get from yeah. the chamber, is it? No, and we've been trying to take our heritage of the 1887 Board of Trade or Improvement Foundation or whatever and move that toward a more modern understanding of that. So that goes back to that piece around convening people digitally and then helping people get that. I think what people turned to a chamber for in sort of the 1960s was business connections and you wanted to present to the community that you were a verified business, that you were a legitimate business. Right. And I think now being on our directory listing does those things. I think we've got transparency with with um, Google reviews and Yelp reviews and things like that. So if you're not doing your business well, it's pretty easy to find out about that. So I don't think people need us to verify that they're a, a good business because I think people turn to Google and Yelp and, and TripAdvisor and things like that for those reviews. But I do think that when their listing is placed on our directory, it creates the kind of content that Google's algorithm crunches through and adores. So we like that we can do that for our members. Do you have like members only events? Oh, um, yeah, we do. Actually, our legislative update is we get the legislative delegation in, and that's members only. Um, we do have a couple of events that are members only. Most of our events are member pricing and then non-member pricing. So we have some events that are strictly for members only and then other events that are open to everyone. Then we have some free events as well. So any member of the public can attend without a charge. You mentioned the legislative delegation. What did you mean by that? You mean so, from Tallahassee? Yes. So we had um, for Central Florida, all the legislators that kind of cover anywhere in and around Winter Park came. Would this and- be both state and national? No, it was just a Tallahassee. So State. it was really okay. just the, the House delegates um, okay. mm-hmm. to Tallahassee came and spoke at a breakfast we had where they gave a wrap up of the session to our members. OK. Did they uh, uh, ask for or seek any input from the members? No, we weren't. That's we, we probably didn't want to do that. Okay. No, we were looking to hear from them. <laughs> All right. And if you would like to become a member of the chamber, it is easy to do. Just go to winterpark.org, winterpark.org, and uh, you Let can me sign ask up a question. right there. You have to have a business in Winter Park. I mean, what if I had a business in Orlando? No, and we actually don't. You don't even have to have a business in the United States now because we have global members at the Winter Park Chamber of Commerce. Oh. So we have tried to build up a database of people who have a vested interest in Winter Park who don't live even in the United States. So we have international members now, and we built that up through our relationship um, with Front Rollins last year. They have a number of families who are sending children to Rollins from other countries, and we wanted to be able to be a value to them, both as a referral source for their personal needs for their child, but more importantly, to help them think through options for um, really 
relocating their business to the United States or starting a new business through the entrepreneurial visa program offered by the federal government um, to create a secondary kind of pathway for their children to think about upon graduation. All right. Interesting. Once again, winterpark.org is the website. The phone number is 407-644-8281, 407-644-8281. So it sounds like there are a lot of advantages to joining the Winter Park Chamber. And as you said, people outside the Winter Park community are welcome to join. And, and how many international members do you have? Is it a um, lot? At the moment, it's a small group, but we're building that base out. Because like I said, we built that last year. Um, this is we, some of the changes that you're introducing. Yeah, and we really feel like uh, if you think about the vested interest in Winter Park, you have so many CEOs in Central Florida who spend their day in an Orlando office and sleep in a Winter Park bed at night. So we, we recognize that while their office may be in Orlando, their heart is in Winter Park. And mm-hmm. so we try to leverage that capability that we've got there of so many CEOs and decision makers in the region live in our community. And so when you think about that, that's a lot of influence going to Tallahassee. That's a lot of people who are helping making regionally impactful decisions. And we are so excited to be able to connect the dots um, with some of those people and some of our business opportunities in Winter Park. Excellent. Excellent. And don't forget, coming up on October the 13th and 14th, it's, you call it the Auto Mart Festival? Am I? Autumn. Autumn. Autumn, Autumn as in fall. That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be cars there. Yeah, we haven't sold the title to that thing to an Auto Mart yet. It is the Autumn Art Festival as in fall. Autumn Art. As in fake fall because we just call it fall, but it's really just extended summer because we live in Florida. Okay, I had written it down A-U-T-O when I should have written A-U-T. E-M-N. All right. Autumn Art Festival, October right. the 13th and 14th, 9 to 5. You 9 said? to 5 on Park Avenue in Winter Park. There'll be music, beer tent, VIP tent with food and wine and beer. And then Why we'll you have. always look at me. Yeah, when you look say at Rich. Beer tent. Yeah, beer tent. That's my cue to turn to you. And then we'll have music, children's art projects, and over 185 artists from around Florida exhibiting their um, fantastic local? work. Local artists. Well, it's Florida. local and that it's Florida. Yeah. And it's okay. Florida only. And I, I take it this is a festival where it'll be all types of arts. Yes, art. multimedia. So we'll have ceramics, we'll have painting, we'll have mixed media, we'll have drawing, we'll have watercolor. So, yeah. And we we have a juried entrance to the show so that we only have certain numbers of people in certain categories. So we try to spread out the category so there's an interesting mix for everybody who comes to the show. And once again, Does it cost anything? No, nope, it's absolutely free. free. free yep. event. Yeah, that's right. So we'd love to have you all down to Park Avenue October 13th and 14th. Is, Can we go to the VIP tent? VIP and, tent and, is $75. It gets you in for meals all day for both days, including beer and wine. Non-profit. Oh, boy. Well, Just think of that. You, you'll get a bargain <laughs> drinking for only $75. <laughs> oh, man. For both days, and it's all meals and all drinks right. for both days. And it's actually great because it's situated right by... Um, the stage where all the, the jazz yeah. music will be. So it's a really nice environment. We're excited. And I've been tracking hurricanes on the National Hurricane Center. It doesn't look like we're going to run into hurricane trouble, knock on wood. So I'm excited about that. Right. Let's October. hope it doesn't rain. That's yes. right. The weekend of October the 13th and 14th, and hopefully there'll be really some nice autumn weather. Autumn weather. Autumn, not auto. For the Autumn Art Festival. <laughs> all right. So, and once again, it, it, you're all welcome to come out and, and fun for the kids. Kids and, and everything as well. 
and you don't have to be a VIP. But what you said, music, you didn't mention that earlier. You mean from the stage there? Correct. There'll be live music all weekend from 9 to 5. So we oh, have wow. a series of bands playing on both days. So we say it's Florida it's Florida art, food, family, fun. So, so this is where people can come out and they can put down a little chair or some, a blanket yeah. or something and sit in the grass and yep. watch the music. And, or you can be in the beer tent or the VIP tent or as well. Or both, right. <laughs> yeah. yes. I want my lounge chair, yeah, we'll please. Find, yes. uh, we'll find this the rich is, out behind the stage. A crazy here. weekend with all that traffic oh, and, and the man. parking. Parking yeah. is always a concern for me when you come to Winter Park mm-hmm. and you have an event like that. But like the Winter Park Art Festival, that's mm-hmm. a nightmare mm-hmm. trying to find a parking. Is we wish Sunrail ran on the weekend, <laughs> so that won't be an option, unfortunately, um, for this festival. Uh, but yeah. you can um, park in Mead Gardens if you don't mind. Right, you can park yeah. at Winter Park Village and walk mm-hmm. in. I mean, there should be plenty, plenty of parking all around that area. So. Yeah, there's a couple garages there too, mm-hmm. isn't there? Yeah. yeah. And once again, that's October 13th and 14th, Saturday and Sunday, nine to five. And but you said also on October the 11th there's an event at Mead Gardens. Yeah, it's the kickoff party for the event, uh, and it's at Mead Garden mm-hmm. in the evening. In the evening. Mm-hmm. Is that part of the VIP package? No, it's just you can just come. Uh, so. It's open to the public. Yes. Okay, at Mead Gardens on October the 11th in the evening, like after five. Yes. Is that free too? Yes. All right. I know wow. we have a lot Good of great perks stuff. over yeah. here at the Winter Park Chamber. All right. So once again, you can join no matter where your business is. And go to winterpark.org on the web, winterpark.org, or you can call at 407-644-8281, 407-644-8281. Are you going to have a table set up like at this uh, autumn art event uh, in either the <laughs> VIP tent or just where people can? Yes, we will have members of my team out all weekend near the beer tent and the uh, VIP tent so that people can get information about joining the chamber, more about what we do, our programs and events. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Very good. Once again, Very good. a great organization to be a part of, as is SCORE. And if you'd like to be a volunteer for SCORE, like Lucy and Rich, go to orlando.score.org, and you can sign up right there. And, of course, that's where you can find the list of all the great seminars and other offerings that they have. And sign up for the newsletters and other alerts. And please go to our Facebook page, SCORE Orlando, and like us there. Yeah. And the Winter Park Chamber is also on the Facebook, right? Winter that's Park correct. Chamber. All right. So that's going to do it. Bye. See ya. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.